In a time where unsolicited advice, opinions, and dick pics are the norm. Here's a podcast you didn't ask for. But we're giving you anyway. Well, actually, who asked you anyway? Mind if I jump in here real quick? No one cares. Allow me to play devil's advocate. I don't think you know what that word means. This fucking guy. This is Unsolicited. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Unsolicited Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jack. Uh, Kelly's in my room doing it because we were just at Luis's birthday, but through Zencaster is I'm doing Tommy it in Caprio. Jack's bed. That's right. Yeah, I'm so, at my I'm, desk. I'm, so I'm, watch, I'm looking at a, a, a basically a video of Jack up in front and Kelly laying in his bed. It's kind of weird. I'm not laying down. I'm, in, I'm Indian style in his bed. Crisscross applesauce and some Coors Lights. I will lie down <laughs> eventually. I've had this because I've had a lot of shots and a lot of beers. Yeah, she's had a lot. She's, Let she's me ask you something. Uh, how, how is bed, Jack's bed comfortable? Yeah, it, it's got a lot of spring. Like, honestly, if you're going to do sex in this bed, I would stretch <laughs> first because there's some gymnastics. Has, has anyone this, ever had sex in that bed, Jack? Just to kind of make the awkwardness. Nope. But no, not in that particular I bed. I am about just to. just to get broken in. <laughs> What so, if I have so sex with Jack's bed before he does? Yeah, we need to jump on it. We need to break in the springs because they're fresh. Yeah, Lightly it, worn springs. It's got, it's got 100% bounce still. The You could not even return this and say the bounce isn't here. They're like, actually, this feels like extra bounce compared gonna to how we sell it. We're going to give you extra money for bringing it back in such good condition. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that's great because, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, they'll be like, this, oh, this, you, no sex has been done on this bed. Here's your full refund. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then they send it, they sell it as a refurbished, never had sex on this bed bed. Never sexed mattress. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, those seem to sell better, though. I don't know. The the non-sex mattresses? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, that's a shock to shock Did to me. Did this come from a nice Catholic family? No. <laughs> no. Nope, just a loser. Yeah, but then they're gonna think there's still lots of masturbation going on it. So you can't win. <laughs> Heavily masturbated, no sex, Is had two podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. You need a little yeah. recoil back in your bed. I know it sounds weird, but if you don't have good springs in your bed, sex is better with a little recoil. Like there's a thrust and then a bounce back. It helps the rhythm. Oh, but- se- sex is also very good with a partner. <laughs> yeah, that helps. Honestly, it helps. <laughs> well, since we were talking about bed springs, I just figured I would, you know. This is it's that. a full, so this is definitely like much smaller than I'm used to. But I hear size doesn't matter; it's about the motion in the ocean. And when we're talking about the motion, I mean the springs are going. They are yeah, it's good. Going. It's good. There's no work, right? Look, I'm I'm not working with like WNBA stars. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, he could do sex in this bed if he wanted to, but he does. He doesn't. Yeah, it's not it's e- been my call. Yeah, it's. Well, yeah, partially. Yeah, you're, honestly, partially. You're yeah. picky. Yeah, you uh, you could obviously go out and find somebody. Yes, to have sex with. yes, I could do that. You, you but have that's not standards. the goal. Yes, I have standards. So it's not like you could whore. Well, it's not, he's not a woman can do that. I don't know if every dude can just be like. If, if, yeah, if, but if I, gave, if I said Jack, here, if you go out and have sex tonight, here's a million dollars. I mean, without without force, but like you have to just like. Yeah, yeah I assume without the forcing part, but yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I probably to, could make it happen. Wait, but why it, are you giving him a million dollars? He said, <laughs> "If I Jack. if I was given a million dollars, just go hook up with someone I'm and like, have sex yeah, tonight." I probably could do that. Oh yeah, that's like I and I you can't offer them half of it. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. I can't. No, they, they don't. And, know and you can't deal. buy it. Yeah. You can't even tell them about the deal, and they just have to like you have to go out to a bar. 
coerce someone to like you enough to be able to go home and have sex with you. I don't think he that'd be that, that easy he as you think, Kelly. He could definitely do that. There, Kelly, there are plenty any, of... any woman can do that, but even I couldn't do that as a man. No, I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. I think anybody can do that. I think the problem is, is people have, uh, a lot of people have standards that are unrealistic, first of all. And I'm, Case not, in I'm point. not saying that as a diss to Jack or anything like that. I think a lot of people have unrealistic standards, but there is always going to be somebody that you could go out and meet who is in a rougher spot than you that <laughs> will have sex with you. It's it's not impossible for anybody. Are you going to go and find a girl in a bar that is somebody that you're like, wow, I could see myself dating her and she's got a job and she's very intelligent and she's pretty and I would introduce her to my parents? Yeah, no, that's harder, but that's harder for everybody. But you could definitely find somebody to fuck. I, I don't think you could do it. It's 930 on a Friday, on a Monday. That means he's got four hours and there's not a lot of people at a bar. The, the chances are slim. I couldn't do it. I don't know. I, he couldn't do it. I, I just, I don't think that's true. There's always going to be someone you, desperate. It, it would just require Look, you. I'd have to go to the, I would have to go to like the shittiest bar of all and it would be some old lady who's just sitting at the bar. Like, yeah, say, that, you don't have an age counts. cap. You don't have an age cap. I could go into the cougar territory and probably be okay. <laughs> the thing is, is if you're, if you're making a bet for a million dollars, then you would, the thing is, is just oh, going to gone. see if you can have sex with somebody. And yes, mm. absolutely. I think almost any guy could too. But guys want to have a lot of casual sex, but they also want women that are that are X, Y, and Z and all these other things. And you're like, okay, well then pick one. The whole one. thing just stresses me out, pick to be one. honest with you. It just <laughs> yeah. stresses me out. Are you eating uh, cake, Jack? What is that? Um, Kelly, do you want to explain? Oh, oh, is that my cake? Um, yeah. So today is Luis's birthday. So, and we and Luis recorded... does that other podcast and he works with you guys. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, everybody knows who Luis is at this point. Uh, but we recorded an episode of ID Cat earlier today. And so I brought him a cake that is shaped like a dick. And the bottom half was chocolate chip cookie and the top half was brownie. Uh, mm. The brownie was heavier, though, in mass because there was more of it. And so when I flipped it over to take it out of the mold, the brown, the weight of the brownie just kind of like sunk. And so it just turned into this fucking fat chode. <laughs> but it's it was delicious. It was like a dick that got run over by a truck. It was so, you gave, so, gave him a, so you gave him a brown dick cake. Yeah, I did. The weight uh, of the, 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 the they, weight of the big base. brown dick over the mixed <laughs> dick was too much. <laughs> yeah. But you needed a little vanilla on the bottom. Yeah, it was almost a Neapolitan dick. Yeah, mm. almost. Well, the thing was, is I was actually going to make like a real cake, but I I decided to walk to CVS last night to go pick up ingredients because like, they have to have cake mix. And then I get there and it's literally just brownies and just chocolate chip cookie mix. And I was like, fuck. And so I Jack, just... Jack, how did the dick taste? It's really good. Dude, mm. every... Forest, Jack... Luis and Jim all said that my dick tasted great today. She had a great tasting dick. I've got, so it's been a big day for me. Good for you. I got a good day. Maybe you found your calling. You should open up a dick bakery. Dude, I know, right? <laughs> I made little tiny dick cookies too, but I took them out of the oven too early. So when I tried to take them out of the mold, they just broke in half. And I was like, fuck, I can't have half dicks. So, so then you guys went to a party? We just we just got back from Luis's birthday party at the brewery. Whose party ends at nine thirty? What's going on? We, well, we came early back early for this. you because we were going to podcast with the Prince. Uh, I'm a Prince. 
Because we couldn't find a time that made any sense on other <laughs> Cause, days. Because you are the most difficult person in the world to schedule with because <laughs> you don't make any sense. Well, we also, I'm a very busy man. I have a very busy social life on top of working. I'm yeah, that's true. You. Yeah, that's true. I went this weekend, by the way, to a concert. Where'd you go? Uh, it was a, a kind of like a first wave concert. Like, Well, basically, it was psychedelic verse. It was a church. It was uh, Morrissey. It was... Was this um, a festival? Yeah, and it was in at the Rose Bowl, and it was two oh, days. Oh, you went to that one? Yeah, uh, the, the Violent Femmes. It was very emo. There's a lot of like, yeah, I'm surprised you, you went know, to that. For Morrissey, obviously, has like his biggest audience is like young Mexican kids who are like all emoed out. But um, <laughs> never guess that. Never, I, I know. know. I never would have either. That's a lot it's of so LA weird. Crowd, though. It's it's it, like when I was at the Green Day concert. It it is a lot of Hispanic kids. And that stuff, you're like, oh well, well, it's a big well, Hispanic a big population, part of the population here. It just seemed, it felt like very, yeah. And I didn't realize that half that there was that many emo, um, you know, music, music isn't, a lot of music isn't race specific. It's just if you connect, like country concerts too. It's a lot of Mexicans and cowboys. Well, I got there and I was so fucking cool. hungry, and they had like a ton of food trucks and a ton of like food stations. It was huge. It was like. Basically, Brookside golf co- golf course. We just parked on it. The concert was on it. It was unbelievable. I, I couldn't imagine the greenskeeper's head today when he walked yeah, on walking like, on a Monday. Must have been like, what the fuck? Shit. They literally parked cars all over the golf course at Brookside. <laughs> like on, so I was the literally. Last got- time we had this problem was when Dashboard Confessional was fucking popular. <laughs> right. I opened there, up there was the door everywhere. jack and I was standing on the green. I'm like, I can't believe they just let me park here. So on the so during the concert. Wow. There was three stages, and like people were all hanging around with their feet dangling in in the sand pits, like how yeah. just and his drinking their bunk bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, it was very it was very emo. And I guess I got there, I was so hungry, but none of the food was any good. It was all vegan because Morrissey apparently, like, will not play a venue if they serve any form of meat. He has he has a vegan restaurant by my old house wow. called Little Pine, right? Yeah. Little Pine. I don't know. I mean, he's he's kind of like. Yeah, he's I just a like, fucking complainer. Yeah, I like I understand that he's famous, but like he doesn't seem that famous to me. I can't name me. a song of I his. I can't name a song of his. And, and neither honestly, can I. And there was must have been a hundred thousand people go to this. And there must have been well, because somebody gave me a free ticket and I'm yeah, all Yeah, I like how he okay. acts like it's so weird that there's like a bunch of Hispanic kids there and he's like, But I'm this white old guy and um and I don't emo, know any of the emo music. is good for me. Yeah, but do you know what the thing is? It's not about emo. All that music would have been more my time. There was definitely old heads. A lot of girls dressed. Everyone was in black. Meanwhile, it was in 110 degrees, right? So they're all wearing their like white makeup on their face, and Devo played as well. And some kids are walking around those those red like cups on their oh, head, wow. Devo things. But everyone was in like black emo, and I was like wearing like a you know white shirt and shorts. And I was like, why is everyone just sweating their asses off here? And they're all trying to hide under these few trees for shade. Um, I mean, I always wear black regardless of the weather. So we snuck into the VIP section, which was nice. And then, of course, I met a friend there, and he was with his boss. And then he's like, what do you want? I got Molly in my right pocket, blow in my left pocket. We got my brother. He's got shrooms in my back pocket. I'm like, nah, I really not really. It's a, it's a Sunday afternoon. It's a cargo short situation. He's, I'm yeah. the cargo short drug dealer. <laughs> Here's my Coke compartment. Here's my mushroom compartment. Yeah, Here's the mushrooms, the mushrooms did sound intriguing. Baseball cards, oh shit! Because they were like grounded up and put in capsules and perfectly, you know, 
They're perfectly put together, he said, and they're just enough. Like that. that I mean, right so- before we left Luis's party, I, w- I had a long conversation with his mom and two of his brothers saying, you guys should definitely all do mushrooms together. And she was like, yeah, I keep telling my husband we got to do drugs with the kids. And I was like, that's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. They're old enough now, though. The problem is when you start doing drugs with your kids when they're in like, high school, then you just give them a free pass to be the fuck up. But <laughs> you said it. No, it's true. Every kid I knew whose parents were like, yeah, my mom, my dad's cool. He smokes pot me. We're like, we're like going to seventh grade. Kid's like a fucking meth head now. Oh. <laughs> so the gateway drug is. Yeah, well, well no, the, the gateway drug is like. There's got to be a little bit of like, all right, you do your world. I'll do mine. I'm not going to condone drug use, but I'm not going to like, if you get busted, I'm not going to kill you for it, but I'm not going to help you. You know? Right. That's that's Wait, my philosophy I have, of preparing. I have a quick uh, tech question. Yep, is sure. Tommy hearing me through a microphone, or is he only hearing me from far away? From the he's hearing you through the mic. Okay, good. Just making sure. Oh, that was a. Tw- I thought that was a question from someone else. No, no, no. <laughs> I was just making sure because I was like, I'll just go sit up at the chair if you couldn't hear me properly. But I just want. No, I do. But for some reason, it still gives because I see you visually far away. I could, you're just like a little dot. <laughs> Like I have this, even if I, even if your voice was the same sitting next to Jack, I still feel like I can't see your lips. So I'm like, what'd you say? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, actually I do have a question that is top of mind. I can't remember who sent it and I don't remember exactly what it said, but somebody was saying that they, they got accused of being like a one upper recently when one of their friend, like one of their friends had shared something bad that had happened and then they tried to relate by giving their experience and the friend was kind of upset because they like one up them. Right. And they said, and, and there have been actually a lot of conversations online about this where people are like that. This is not when somebody's going through something, it's not the time to say like, I know what you mean. I did blah 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 and then there are a lot of people who are like well i'm neurodivergent and that's the way that i connect with people is like neurodivergent that i've been through something so i guess this question was like how do you how do you manage that like when you want to connect with somebody but you don't want to one up that was essentially i think the bulk of their question so interesting Hmm. interested to hear your guys' thoughts on that jack i want you to go with this I mean, what I usually do in this, if I've experienced something similar to someone, I'll go, I know this isn't, I'll, I'll be like, this is what I will say. This isn't me clarifying my explanation. I will tell them, I know this isn't like one-to-one, but like this happened to me and I, I did this. So I, I, I completely understand like this reaction. And so it's less of like, oh, phew, you wouldn't believe this happened to right. me. It's more of like, I totally understand what you're going through. I know this isn't exactly the same, but like I went through this and like it, it feels shitty. Yeah. I don't try to give a solution to it, but I commiserate by saying, but I keep it short. I don't do a big long tail. You know? I think, yeah, I think that's the key is like you, you want to be able to tell somebody that you understand what they're going through. And especially if you've experienced something, something similar, I think it is important to be like, I get it. And I've been through this. I think the number one key is 
responding to them first, right? It's yes. Like, I hear you. Yeah, it's like, I understand. dude, that fucking sucks. Like, that must have been really hard to go through, blah, blah, blah. Like, something similar happened to me. So I totally get why you would be frustrated. Like, it's it's mentioning the thing that you went through and then going back to, like, I get why you would be frustrated. You do the sandwich. Sad, upset, you go, whatever. that sounds so shitty. Yeah. This shitty thing happened to me that's very similar. So I understand how you feel shitty. Yeah. But I think a lot of people go. They like, skip that they first skip, step. They and skip, skip the first the step second. and skip the last step. And they just change the conversation to being about, about them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's where you get into trouble. So try to try to understand where you're at with that part of it, because you may think that you're trying to connect with somebody by complaining about the things that are going wrong in your life, too. But when you take all of the attention off of somebody and put it back on yourself without even really acknowledging what they're going through. That's where I think it gets pretty yeah. hairy. And, and you, what you say it. has to be related in some way. <laughs> it has to be related. If you just come in with some other terrible thing that doesn't make any sense, isn't related. Yeah, you're. And and also try not to make your situation. Don't don't frame it as like, well, this was worse. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, you're like, oh man, this is bad, but it could have been worse. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're trying to like ease someone's pain, like. Look, what you've been through is bad. There could have been a worse outcome. Here's the worst outcome that happened yeah. to me. Like, then there's a certain Some, place for that. Sometimes I'll be like, if it makes you feel any better, yes. I fell into a pond at a mini golf. Like, I'll, I'll talk about yes. something, but only something that is embarrassing to me, not something that's, like, traumatic to me. I never want to make somebody feel like my trauma is worse than them yes it's always trying to lighten the mood it's like well yes. it makes, if you makes you know oh you got dumped at a mini golf place if it makes you feel any better i fell in a pond trying to retrieve my ball to try to like lighten the mood yeah 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 yeah, yeah. tommy you got any thoughts on all that I'm, I'm quiet on this because the whole time i'm just trying i was i stopped paying attention about three minutes ago but i've been uh, i've been uh, right? but <laughs> but I, I i was trying to determine if i was a if I was who you're talking about, if I if I do that, I'm like, do I steal the talk? I don't think. Uh, I don't think so. Well, no. I mean, I just want to make sure I answered this correctly because I'm like, well, do I do that? But I do think that I think you're correct. If you don't, but then if you don't preference it, it's a tough situation to be in because if I don't tell somebody a story and they don't merely believe when someone says something like, I I understand, you know. Because I think everyone says that. They're like, no, do you really? And then you have to be like, yeah, I do. Because I had the situation that was this. So you kind of have to say it. And if you don't and just nod and stuff, they'll be like, this, you just listen to me. He doesn't understand. No, but I think I think it's about like, because I understand is such a ba like a basic thing where it's like, you don't even have to say I understand. You can, you can like, just say that fucking, that fucking sucks. sucks. Yeah. Like, it, like that fucking sucks. And I totally get why you're upset. Like something similar happened to me and I know it's not related by any means, but like I felt the exact same way. So like I get where you're coming from and it's never like I completely understand what you're feeling because you never do, obviously. Um, but acknowledging their pain and is crucial before talking about your own experience if you don't want to be seen as a one-upper. I think we've talked about this before, but it's like, Whenever someone's venting to you, they're venting because they want to feel heard and like validated. Right. So if you come in and like unvalidate their situation, they're gonna get mad. I get mad. Like if you, if some, if I'm venting to someone about, hey, this shitty thing happened to me, and they start coming and trying to solve the problems, like that's not why I fucking came to you. Right. I can. Yeah, figure but then out again, the I would say, then why did you come to me? 
Because sometimes you need people to, just want to be heard. Sometimes you just got to get it off your chest. It's connection. Okay. It's like there there are so many things that we I think I think we've looked at a lot of things that are human nature and turned them into things that are like you're a fucking pussy if you do this. Like yeah. there's a, there's a reason that men have such a hard like that are having mm. such a hard time now, and that's why like men are being like, oh, shit's hard for me. It's like because you've never had an outlet to express yourselves because everything's been turned into you're a fucking pussy if you want to talk to your friends about your feelings, and it's like no, that's human nature to make a connection with somebody and to have somebody hear you and understand you and care about you like yeah. i just i just saw a clip of something the other day and i don't know who was being interviewed but it was this guy who was like talking about the first time that he hugged his best friend and would like thought about his mortality and was like man i'd be really fucking hurt if you were gone and he's like and i'm 30 years old and i've never done this before and it's not because i thought it was corny or weird or anything like that he's like i've just never seen it happen I've never seen a man go to another man and say, I love you. I care about you. I care about your future. I want you to be here. All that stuff. He's like, I've never had that modeled to me. And I think that's so true. Is like people think yeah. that shit is like, they're like, that's fucking gay. And you're like, what? Wanting to be loved? <laughs> that's gay? Like what's, what's going on? I think we've, we've done the pussification of everything that is normal. And that has really stunted a lot of people's growth. I agree. Hell yeah! There's a there's a washing machine in the background. We're gonna call this the washing machine in the background episode. I don't hear anything. A request from Jack's roommate Connor. That's right. It's a call it the washing machine. Who I've never met, but I thought maybe I had at one point, so I didn't introduce myself earlier. He might have walked through during like a recording or something. Yeah, but I don't think I've I don't even I don't think I've ever seen his face before. Oh wow! But I also didn't think I'd seen anybody else's face tonight, and everybody was like, "Yeah, we've met you before," and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, we were at Luis's party, and they go, and they, they knew both of our names. Like, they're, oh, hey, Kelly, hey, Jack, how's it going?" And we're like, <gasps> and "I was like, nice to meet you." They're like, "Yeah, we've met you before." I was like, "Who was it?" Just Luis's friends. Oh yeah, I yeah. Which one? The, one that we, the early, the most recent time we could have met any of these people would have been Halloween 2019. And it's like you you think if I went to a party at Luis's house in Inglewood that I wasn't already blacked out before I got there. I'm not remembering <laughs> names. Black mm. blackout or not, it was 2019 and there was a pandemic in between. Yeah, like, it's like I met you one time, maybe met you and said, "Hey, how's it going? Nice to meet you." And then I'm supposed to remember that? I'm no. sorry. You remember me because I am a star. Just yeah. kidding. It's because Kelly's Luis, a superstar. Luis shares my stories and you've seen me on his Instagram. That's literally it. <laughs> And Luis doesn't talk to us about his friends. So. No, he doesn't. You Sorry. Stu- you oh, shared Luis told me a Instagram super secret today. today. I can't say it on the podcast, but I'll tell you later. He, um, yeah, he doesn't talk about his friends. Not that I know. I'm never around him, and I don't really care what he says. But Kelly has sure. to pee. Tommy, huh? guy talk. Guy talk. Kelly's Where's going to the bathroom. She drinks oh, no. so many beers. You know what I was going to say? What? I just didn't feel like getting into it. Like, how did this become a fucking bash on guy conversation all of a sudden? When did that like, happen? No, and she would just start talking. Like, it's like men. Men uh, don't share emotions. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> a lot don't. A lot you don't. do. I do. I mean, I remember being like, hey, I like you and stuff. And I consider myself relatively macho. It's my, it's not as bad as it used to be, without a doubt. You know, but that was for maybe, sure. Maybe the rest of the most of the world is, dude, don't share your feelings. Don't show feelings. Don't have emotions. But I think we're kind of really past that. I think dudes are definitely doing it more. And if they're not, they're going to want to. At least in this town. Yeah. And if they're not, they're going to wind up choking somebody, literally, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope it's uh, getting better. But I also think there's there is a certain level of, of not wanting to share too much either. And I and I but whatever. I mean, I have that problem. problem, not wanting to open up. Yeah, but do you open up? You have really good friends. I mean, I consider myself that really good friend. Um, I will gladly open up to. And I also, it, you also have to turn. You have a brother, you know, who definitely yeah. knows what you've been. He through. He has a problem opening up too, but he's working on it because I told him you need to open up to me more. And I'm like, I'll do the same. He's like, okay. Because I think brothers, um, I definitely, I definitely haven't opened up to my brothers as much as um, friends because for some reason it's just like that. It's like husband wife and how sometimes they don't share everything because it's like eggshells or, or, you know, sometimes yeah. you'd rather talk yeah. to your buddies than you would someone in your family because, you know, you might have had you the same situation. You know how it will probably be received with a certain group. Yeah. And my, and sometimes you don't want to like, you, you don't shame, your family always comes with shame and you can't, because you can't get rid of them. Worst thing that happens yeah. with a friend, you walk away from them. Sorry. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> yeah, that's true. And we're going back to what you said about like people guys sharing emotions because we were just having guy time, guy minute. But I was saying like, with my own brothers, I don't think I I opened up as much as as I do with friends, and and, and be open. And I don't. And I'm wondering why people are less likely to do it with family because there's more. There could be more shame involved, and you can't you can't replace your family. You're you're stuck with them. Like if you have a friend and there's some shame involved, and they like throw shade at you, or it becomes an issue, you're just like, well, fuck you. I don't want you part of my life. I but, would guess more so though that it's the way you guys were raised. And because none of you feel comfortable doing it, you wouldn't be the one to initiate it. Whereas with your friends, you probably have some friends that are more in touch with their feelings and emotions and bring that out of you. Yeah, I think that's definitely the case in our family is that we're a little more um, we were we probably were raised a little bit like that, which is why when I first started having anxiety and some depression issues it was a bigger deal for me and it was that much harder for me to kind of get over it and learn because i was the first thing i was dealing with was the shame and i had no one to talk to right. you know it wasn't gonna be like mom and dad i'm sad you know because that's just yeah. not we weren't just a family that was just like tell us how you feel you know? i feel like that was very much our child like my dad was very like i don't want to say almost like emotionally unavailable in the sense where it's like it was kind of like uh, shake it off or like we don't cry yeah. or like it, the emotions are bad and all that stuff and what's crazy is like he has always been so firm and somebody who has never changed anything but in the last couple of years like I feel like he's become so much more open and then recently he just had a knee replacement and he was like taking the pain meds for that but they made him feel crazy and then so he was having a really hard time with that and just like having these emotional bouts and I called him to check in and how he's doing. And he's like, man, I like totally get how people feel trapped. And like, he, he like got depression because of the bad experience he was having with the pain meds and feeling trapped in his own body and all that stuff. And like just in the last couple of years, I think because I've been so open about a lot of these things, he's looked at them a little bit differently. Um, because with anything, right, like any hot button issue, when you can relate it to somebody that you know and love and care about, you have a lot more empathy for that. So whether it's depression or suicide or abortion or any abuse, anything like that, if you don't know somebody who's directly affected by it, it's a lot harder to feel empathetic towards it um, for a lot of people. But when you're like, this is my family and this is my daughter who I love, it's like, then you're like, Oh man, this shit's real. Like, yeah. And I also, I also think with, with with age, 
becomes a little bit more of that too, because you realize your own mortality is, is right yep. around the corner. Did uh, I did I say this where about the bridal shower? Did I tell you guys that he was like looking through the pictures? Did I mention this at all? And got like no. emo- and got so, emotional. Well, so my mom had set up the like my mom did a great bridal shower for Mylene and like set up this board of pictures of like Mylene's life and growing up and then Grant's life and so of course there's like tons mm-hmm. of pictures of our family in there. And I was like, that's so cool, blah, blah, blah. And I was talking to my dad about it. And he's like, yeah, it is really cool, but I can't help but look, like, be sad when I look at that. And I was like, why? And he's like, because it just, that part of my life is over. Like, mm-hmm. that is gone. It's gone forever. And he's like, and I am currently in the best place I've ever been in my entire life. I'm the most successful I've been. He doesn't have to worry about money or any of those things. But you can only look back at the days where you struggled with a little bit of fondness because those are the days that you fucking, even though you had a lot of things to worry about, that's when you took the biggest chances. That's when you probably experienced the most, the most, part excite- of life. The most once, excitement. Once yeah. you settle into success, you probably get into a routine and nothing is, there's no, there's no adventure that might just pop up. Whereas when you're poor and struggling, you're like, every day is a new adventure. Just surviving. One thing I want to bring up, as you mentioned, is that you being so open has probably helped a lot. And I will say that I think me at some point breaking that mold of being like talking about depression and anxiety and feelings and stuff has definitely opened it up because my brothers and sisters all had their bout at some point with anxiety, you know, bad. But like I, it took me to open it up and then it, uh, some some of them happened later. And then even strangely, my dad in his old age, he went to the doctor like, well, I think you have some nerve issues. And I'm like, well, we know we get it from somewhere. I know his mother had it. So it's like so it's not too far off of him. And now because he's he's got 10 grandchildren and five children, those worries never go away as a parent. Like you just right. if, every time someone else has another child, you just have one other thing to before you go to bed at night. You worry about, oh, they're going they have to take another blood test. They have. They found something they didn't like, you know, they, they're going to get, they're out with their friends. Like my dad, when we had five kids all two years apart, all out, all hours of the night and just, how do you sleep? <laughs> how do you, how do you believe, how do you like, well, that's why you have so many kids in case you lose one. It's like, whatever, not yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> so, so I think maybe that anxiety kind of catches up to you, but it's also, I was the first to kind of have to break that mold. And I think everyone's a little more open with their, their isn't that weird people. how like we were all raised to have some, some sort of shame around things that are naturally occurring and it's yeah. and things that probably our parents and their parents and their parents dealt with, but everybody was just told to shut the fuck up about and, like, it's funny because obviously I'm very open about my mental health and like my Instagram has been primarily over the last couple of weeks about me coming off of my meds and what's, what that is all about right and i'm specifically sharing at this point because i'm getting so many messages from people being like oh my god yes i went through the same thing nobody ever talks about this but people are being like you're so brave for talking about this and i don't it's there's nothing that has ever stopped me from talking about it like to the point where i'm like oh man people are gonna think of me differently after this i'm just like no fuck it this is what's happening like it is weird how shame works. Isn't it weird that we still have to call people brave for stuff? And- like, I, I do believe that like in people's situations when they speak out or come out or talk about things, and it's like brave at that moment. But isn't it like after a while, like this shouldn't be something you're brave for. This should be like, hey, hi, how are you? I'm gay. Hey, how are you? I'm depressed. Right. Hey, how are you? know, This shouldn't be something I have to be brave to do. Especially right? because when, when one person comes out about anything, 
we see an influx of people who are like, thank you for saying this. I've been feeling this. And it's like, so what we're finding out is that the majority of people are struggling with something that they're ashamed to talk about. And it's like, why is this still undercover? I do think that there is something to be said for, like, I have talked about things in my past where it's like, I've gotten over depression and people or not gotten over depression, but like I've been through this bad experience and here I am and this is, I'm in a much better place. And people love those posts. They really, really love when you've come out of the hole. You, people don't like hearing when you're in it. That's what's interesting to me. It's like, well, you can't have both. You can't, you can't want to celebrate when I come out of things and not want to hear about when things are bad because Mm. that's how I come out of, like, if Mm -hmm. I'm not being honest about when the shit is bad, then who am I helping? Right, they're like, oh, she's just a complainer, and who, she's a Debbie Downer, and I don't want to hear that, right? And yeah. Then, but they love to hear a comeback story. Right, yeah, exactly. Comeback it is, it's yep. very fucking bizarre. So it's like, no, 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 I'm going to share all of it, the nitty-gritty, the dirty, the down-low, and if you don't like it, that's totally fine. There are plenty of people who don't have terrible mental health issues, but... I also believe that, that there's, there's just a state of, and it's as simple as this, if you have not gone through it, you will never understand. And even if no. it's your own child or someone you love... It's like, and, and this is one of those cases where I hate when people say like, oh my God, I'm so anxious because I have this today. And like, don't use that word. You have no idea what that really means. If you're just saying you're a little fucking worried about a, a presentation you have to give, but you're not you're like unable to sleep for two days and sweating profusely and have no appetite and sick to your stomach, throwing up or whatever it is that real anxiety is like, I, I'm not trying to take away from people from nerves and stuff like that. When people use the, the, the comments and or, or say that so lightly, it's like, you don't really understand when someone's going through it because you're being frustrated by them not being themselves or why do I, uh, why they're canceling again? You know, it starts to get frustrating for someone. And I also get that. But if you had if been through anxiety, you wouldn't, and someone calls you and said anxiety or depression, someone calls you like, I can't go tonight. I'm just really depressed or really anxious. You don't give them like, ah, oh, again, you, you, yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. you get it. You know, yeah, you yeah, get it. Get and you're it. like, oh dude, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Sure. I, I don't wish that upon anyone. And the people who don't get it, like, especially, if it's your wife or your or your husband, and it's like, <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying not my specific. I'm talking about people in, in the other room. No, if if they don't get it that you suffer from that, that makes it worse because then they just feel like I'm picking up the slack. Now I got to go pick up the kids. Right. Now yeah. I got to go do all this other stuff. And I imagine that over time, you know that that can get tough. You know, for them, especially if they don't really get it. You know, they could I be. Think, uh, yeah. At the end of the day, we don't really know anything about anybody's life. Like I look at the people who are I'm closest to in my life and people I talk to every day, but I don't fucking know anything about their life. Like truly don't know anything. And so when I think about people like why it's so important for people to for me, for people to lean lead with kindness, it's like Imagine being fucking mean to a person, like just a random person on the internet who's minding their own business. You just decide, hey, this morning I'm going to comment on their latest post and be like, fuck you, this wasn't funny. Well, you don't know if their fucking dad died that morning. Like, we don't know anything about anybody. So to assume anything, to assume, unless somebody is being an outright asshole and deserves a clapback, I'm going to be nice to everyone. Yeah, listen, that, that's what I hope the one thing that uh, if, if, if Elon Musk does anything that I would love to see it become, everyone has to be verified. That'd be freaking awesome. I, I he's think, not going to buy Twitter. I'm calling it now. He's not buying Twitter. 
All right. Well, we'll see. But I'm saying uh, that would to me that would that would make Twitter legit. Like because until we I can until we can find it. these scumbags to come out of the shadows and pretend to be someone else with fake with fake meme faces and and I genuinely think that the I, like obviously bots are a problem on social media, but a lot of the people saying the worst stuff are people that are very happy to have their face and name shown. <laughs> I, right, but that's fine. But at least we know who they are. Like, really have to know who they are. Like, there are a lot. Come on. There's a lot of people like, I try, I do this because I don't want people to know me for work, for my safety. I'm a woman, whatever. Okay, well, then don't say shitty shit. Don't. don't I, if, you're, if you think your opinions are that worrisome, that people are going to be that disagree with you that much. Then, then maybe you shouldn't say them or like everyone else in society in the world. You know, well, just, I, if, I, I, if I said everything I thought when I walked point, down the street, though. I would get my ass kicked all day long. No, but, but that's missing the point. I don't think I don't think the people that are like, I'm a woman and I'm worried about my safety because I have a man stalking me are like, but I would love to freely talk shit on the Internet. Yeah, that like, feel like the same I would person. like to use Twitter without worrying about being stalked or harassed or whatever. I don't think it's like those are the people that are worried about losing their rights to say shitty stuff. Um, I think Twitter is a cesspool. It's always going to be a cesspool. Uh, social media is always going to be a cesspool. It's like the worst without- version of us. Yeah. And uh, no, like- not, not like Instagram. Instagram show only showing the best version of us. Which No, is cr- I, I actually don't think that's true either. I think on Instagram, there are a lot of people with their fucking full name and face being super shitty people. And, and it's because they think that they're right. It's just like everybody thinks that they are like everybody is the main character in their own story. Right. So like when somebody else lives their own life that doesn't align with the way they think that life should be lived, these people think that they should have an opinion on it and voice that opinion to somebody else. And you're like, hey, you know, the easiest thing to do online is to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's this, a, it's hard. this got deep uh, with the one upper conversation. Let's let's get light because I drank so many beers. Let's get light. But like you drank Miller lights? No, I drank Coors lights. Well, right uh, now, okay. So Sarah Hands e- emailed us. She said, "Zach, why are my voice messages coming out so quietly? I think you need to stop fucking with my message before they get to Tommy. It's not cool, my man. Not cool. I don't know why they're so quiet. I'm on Wi-Fi now, so I we'll thought it would be better than the data on my own phone. Maybe not." I don't know. Like they her, her like listen, if you, you if you send a message to Zach Jacket, send it to you have to first be his friend on Facebook. That's how you get a message to us. That's right. Um and then you you leave a voicemail like I don't know, through your phone or or your iPad or whatever. And uh try and be clear, not standing in a tunnel, not operating machinery. Um and look, and whoever edits this doesn't spend too much time, so if it comes in quiet, sorry. Also, all the messages get played at exactly the same volume, so if yours Ooh. comes out lower, then just make sure that the next one you do, you're just making sure you talk into the microphone. Yeah, when we do, when we have everything on separate tracks, I'll boost um, all the phone stuff. But when we do it over Zencaster, your mic level is mixed into the same track with aye, the aye. voicemail, so I can't really do too much affecting. Well, well last week we had, like. remember we had that question about the for Jack about the wind and the uh, I mean um, the the fog. Yeah, it took a while. I guess I probably was wrong. Right. Not anyway, so someone D- Dean Gleason uh, sent a message. He said, "Hold on, I got to put my reading glasses on." This is the funniest glasses? thing because when we were at the concert, I was with I went with cousin fucker and like he had he was like talking to all these girls and like, "Hey, what's going on?" And, oh, he and, does have reading glasses. And then. Um, and I was like, he's like, they're like not really responding to him. I'm like, dude, that's because you have your reading glasses tucked into the front. 
<laughs> like an old man. He, he brought. He went to a concert with his reading glasses. Like, well, fuck that. I want to be able to see stuff. You know. That that wouldn't be the reason people aren't talking to him. <laughs> yeah, probably not. He's probably sweating profusely and is fucking chewing his tongue off. Hey, hey, hey um, hey, unsolicited Sarah, uh, hey, who asked why? Sarah. Hey, unsolicited Sarah, who asked why sometimes. Uh, when she drives, there's fog on the inside of the windscreen, and in the other place, the fog is on the outside. Jack and Tommy said it's to do with temperature, which is true, but half the story. Hell it yeah. Is also, it is also due to the humidity and the dew point, which is the temperature at which water will condense and form a dew. So when there is fog on the inside of the windscreen, it is because the temperature of the glass is below the dew point. So the water starts to condense on the inside. And when it's on the outside, it's opposite. Does this happen if you go past a river? Rivers have media, uh, microclimate with different humidity, so a different dew point. Science. Science. Cool. And then he I said, oh, so, do a so, hell yeah, Kelly. I never knew there was a thing called a dew point. That's cool. He said, also, uh, hell yeah, Kelly. Prisoner of Love destroyed Jack in Movie Turtles. Prisoner, Prisoner of Love destroyed Jack in Movie Turtles. That titles, was a, titles, movie oh, okay. titles. Oh, that was an autocorrect, and I can't be, I can't be bothered oh, to fix it. From? I remember Prisoner of Love. Prisoner of Love but... was some, some going to be a movie title, a reality show title for something. Oh, the, 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 the prison guard that took the. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Hell yeah, Prisoner of Love destroyed. Hey, look, we ended on Kelly's title because it was the best one. I had some spitballed ones before, then we ended on the best one. What so, do you yes, want? So I get it now. He said, "Hey, hell yeah, Kelly, Prisoner of Love destroyed Jack's movie ter- movie title." Oh, I mean, I could go forever. That was an autocorrect, and I can't be bothered to fix it. Eighteen double zero by Mark by eighteen double zero Mark gonna buy. I say eighteen hundred Mark a by. <laughs> One eight hundred M A R K. I was I was saying eighteen hundred, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, eighteen hundred, my guy. He says, "P.S. Sorry for the typos. These kobashi fingers are hopeless. I know it's hard enough for you all Kill at boss. the best of times, Tommy. <laughs> also, I hope you're feeling better, Kelly. That weaning process sh- sounds actually terrible. I was going to ask you, Kelly, what is the deal with that? Are you, are you start the brain? Yeah. What's What's the deal? What's, what's the, the deal with What's the deal um, with the brain? Zaps. I, I definitely feel like I'm on the the downswing of it. I still have the occasional brain zaps. Um, and yeah, we're the brain zaps, right? You're the brain zaps. <laughs> uh, I still get them occasionally. And, Every week, once a week. Uh, and I've been very <laughs> at random times. You never know when it's going to be. It's usually at an very hard to plan the it's zaps. A, it's usually at an inconvenient time. I, I don't know when <laughs> the zaps will fit into my schedule. <laughs> And then I've been extremely weepy, like crying for no fucking reason, which is it's just. Well, there's plenty of reasons. The world's a shitty place, but. No, no, no. But but I'm I'm not I'm not talking about like crying about something. That oh, if I were sense. you, I'd be crying all the time. Like I I literally <laughs> wait. Actually, I have it. I posted it on my Instagram. Story. Hold on. I have I have this voice note that I sent my brother and his fiance. Um are you crying in it? Yeah, it's are, just, are you are we gonna are we gonna witness crying live on? <laughs> well, I posted on my Instagram story, so it's not a oh. secret. But here it is. Happy cry or sad also, cry? Because we've had a bunch of happy cries. Can't hear. Can't hear. My anxiety meds. I'm sure you guys can't hear. My Instagram story. Oh, you can't hear. It. Oh, wait, am I am I listening to something? Hold not on. right now. Hold on. Okay. Cool. Great. Great. Dead. <laughs> enough dead air. Well, you have to put it on speaker and put it up to your phone. 
Here it is. Also, I've been, you know, coming off of my anxiety meds. I'm sure you guys have seen my Instagram stories. And so I've just been so weepy. Like, everything is making me cry. Like, sending this voice note is making me cry. And I really hope this shit is done before the wedding because uh, this speech is going to be very hard to get through if I have actual emotions. Why am I crying? I'm just sending a voice note. I like, there was no catalyst for this. I just, I'm sending, a, I meant to talk about something completely different. And then all of a sudden I was just like, and I'm sending a voice note. And it's like, like yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but you're, uh, you're, you're weak. No, I'm just well, kidding. <laughs> the thing is, is like, I'm, I'm turn I'm keeping it very light. And like, I've tried to explain in my Instagram stories, a lot of people have been checking in on me to see if I'm okay. And I'm like, I'm not posting these for people to check on me. Like, I'm totally fine. I'm strictly posting so that people know what it's like to go through this. Like, whether you're going to go through it or somebody that you know is going to go through it, it is important that we all know what fucking these med withdrawals look like and um and so i already forgot what i was gonna say yeah so I, yeah, I, a brain another brain zap happened. brain zap so but, wait a minute so the so the question is did you get the you didn't get the shrooms yet right you still have to waiting no them, not or? yet I, they are sending them so i haven't started that yet um are you sleeping but, better are you having any benefits for being off of them it's it's hard to tell when you're in the withdrawal process, right? Because it's like there are moments where I feel a lot better. I, f I actually feel less tired during the day, which is why I got off them in the first place. Because everything that I tried, even for like the, the last drug that I was on was the best out of the three that I've tried. But it still doesn't help when I feel exhausted all day. So that's why I got off of them. Cause I'm like, I just need some energy back. Um, and so I am just very much so hoping for real that I don't have any brain zaps or weepiness for random things at my brother's wedding, because I know for a fact that I'm going to cry during the speech as it is, because I love them both so much. Uh, but <laughs> if I'm just going to cry because I see like, somebody taking a sip of a drink that's gonna jack, be her, really jack, hard to jack pat her on the back now because that's how you, that's how you, <laughs> she's you, you take it over that's the thing, right I, but that's the thing the i'm fine i'm, I'm it keeping it very light yeah. like I, I that's the best part about this is because i prepared for things to be shitty so i know not to let any of these little things take me down but if i hadn't been prepared for this reaction if this had happened a couple of years ago before I knew that this would happen, I genuinely think that the weepiness would have turned me into a depression where I would have been like, I don't know why I'm depressed, blah, blah, blah. And then I would have actually found myself being depressed. So that's why I've been sharing is like, if you're going through this, recognize that it is a symptom of the meds and not your brain betraying you. And like, try to keep everything as light as possible so you don't go into a fucking hole. That's right. That's right. All no right. holes here. No right. hole. I got a lot of holes, but I'm no not getting any of them. Damn right. Let's Damn see right. if we got any more messages that I can go right now. Um, let's see. Oh, Trav Mac. Trav message. Trav Mac. I don't know if that's no one. Oh, uh, someone said, "Hey, whatever, whatever ended up happening with Kelly Scammer, 
that thought she was trapped on it, the one that when she said she was trapped on an island. Did we talk about that? We did last week. I think right? we did I, briefly. Uh, we might have. But yeah, basically, my friend got his account back and he responded. He's like, hey, sorry about that. But I don't I don't I don't think he went back and read the messages. I mean, there were a lot of <laughs> there messages. were tons of them. And I don't think he would think to do that. He's not the type of guy that seems like he would put any effort into anything. So he probably doesn't know the story still. But he responded and was like, hey, I'm sorry. And I was like. That what? these, I, I'm convinced now that these, uh, these people, these scammers, they kind of like it's. I, I can imagine it's like in a room somewhere, and there's a bunch of computers with all these up, and then they take shifts because she, this this woman, twenty four hours a day, no matter what time it is, I come home fucked up, three o'clock in the morning, I write something, this Mina, and she responds. And if I wake up in the middle of the morning, blah, blah blah, she responds too. So I feel like a bunch of people take turns because they don't remember anything that I talked about before or maybe she's in love with you and you have a different text tone on her phone and it's on uh, emergency bypass so that even if her phone's on do not disturb she still gets your well, last time we were here i said she, i said uh she said do you want me to try try it with me i can help you help you with it step by step talking about crypto and i said i can't do crypto because i got i get drug tests at work remember <laughs> hold on she's going to the bathroom right we got another man minute Oh, Man Minute. Man Minute. This is brought to you by Man Minute. Man brought Minute. Brought to you by... Are you tired of your pubic hairs getting all tied up into a bunch? Are you, and probably, are you tired of your balls nest? and my balls and the balls of the balls and the penis you tired of the your, Are you tired when you shave your balls that your balls stick to your leg after that because it gets all hot and musty down there? Well, now introducing... Extra pubes. Extra pubes, Jack. Put pubes back on so your nuts don't stick to your thigh. <laughs> men. Men. Men stuff. This has been the man, your man Minute. The Man Minute. Welcome Men back. Men Minute or Man Minute? Man Minute. <laughs> that this is, is the Man Minute. Man Minute. Man Minute's brought to you by Bush's Baked Beans. Oh, shit. Woman's back. Woman's back. Woman's Segment's back. over. Uh, that ends this discussion of stock. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. No, I don't. Uh, Gotcha. Have you ever had them? Prank. Have you ever even had them? Prank. Yeah, I have. I'm not not a big bean guy. I'm not a big bean guy. I'm a big bean guy. You don't like beans on toast? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Beans, I actually, I like the flavor. Not a big fan of the texture. I like like like, uh, baked beans, like Bush's baked beans. I like refried beans. beans. What about jelly beans? I put maple syrup in them. Mama jam. Wow. Brown sugar. Although there's there's a type of jelly beans that are supposed to be like the most sour flavor or whatever. Did I send that to you? Because I was like, we should get those. Yes, you did. We should get those. Uh, Beans with uh, maple syrup and brown sugar. Delicious. That's what I do. Wait. Wait. You you make bush beans. You put a little maple syrup in there and and, uh, brown sugar. It's delicious. Oh, so it's kind of like a... Like a cocktail weenie it's, type It's a dessert thing. bean. You're making a dessert bean. It's a good dessert. Like you can put on toast. You can put uh, on a hot dog. You can chop uh, up. Nope. You, can, you can slice weenies. <laughs> you can slice weenies and throw it in there. Damn right. You ever have beans with some weenies? slices of bacon in it? Holy. Oh, yeah. Hog. You can put some ham hock. Oh, you're a hog heaven up there. Oh, ham hock. Don't get me started on ham Lord hocks. and Lord. Uh, so I, I need said, another Coors Light. I, I said to my girlfriend, Mina. Is that you demanding me to get your Coors no, Light? No, no, I'm about to go get me a Coors Light. All right, cool. Man minute. Man minute. Hey, if there's two Coors Light, give me one. You know what I'm saying? It's a man 20 second. It's a man 20 second. Man 20 second. Hey, do you not like it when your uh, ass hair gets tangled up into a knot? <laughs> <laughs>
You got another man minute? I've got man 20 seconds. It's a quick, brief one. Man minute. People love a, people love a good man in it. I just haven't, I haven't used a couple. Oh, of shit. Woman's back. Woman's back. And that's our end on stock talks. Uh, invest in. Man. Oh, no, you could. You just met, we, we said everything we needed to say on them. Are we done? Oh, we're Listen, done. I've been stalked by plenty of men. I could talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, stocks! Is oh, they're not stocks. Oh. Like a bean stock. Yeah, I've never heard of stocks. Although I do have <laughs> stocks in bean companies. I have stocks in stockers. Damn right. Damn right. Damn. Hey, cheers oh, to that. Wait, should we do our uh, list talk? Oh, yeah. I am fucking confused. <laughs> Tommy, it's okay if you're confused. We're just gonna have a really good time. Is that a toilet flush? We're just gonna drink our Coors Light, and we're gonna have a really good time for the rest of this podcast. You know what Kelly reminded me of earlier today, Tommy? What? Do you remember when you used to pop gum in your mouth when you were about to start an argument? Oh yeah. Oh, I. I it's just a habit. I would just pop gum in my mouth in the middle of a podcast, like that was something to do. But it always <laughs> happened to be when I had something important to say. Hold like, <laughs> ah, a minute. Oh, and I, mean, I just I, knew it was coming. I'd see you unwrapping the gum. I was like, oh, Tommy's got a hot take. Here he comes. I yeah, popped gum when, when we were texting you, you earlier. Take, it's, it's I hot. popped gum in my mouth earlier when we were texting you. I'm like, I'm going to text Tommy. When should, when can we podcast? And I was like, Tommy's going to come back and say, I can podcast for five minutes on Tuesday or I'm free all day Wednesday. <laughs> and that's about what happened. And then, but Wednesday no longer was free. But then, but Jack is sitting there texting you chewing his gum so loudly just and i go oh, did you pop in a tommy argument gum what's going on why, here? Why, why like, you, oh my god i didn't even realize weren't you guys together why were you both texting it was just me texting oh but i thought i saw kelly she well kelly would pipe in to make it seem like we could all agree so we could get you to agree on something right. so i would go that works for me and kelly would go that works for me yeah and you come in that doesn't work that, at all it's not that i'm that flaky i just really having a hard time scheduling my wife i know you're not flaky i don't think you're flaky <clears throat> no no i could just be isn't I, there's easy. times when i'm really really flaky but uh this is not being flaky this is just having a lot of shit right now to get through I, guess um, I just plugged my mic back in because when i sat down in the bed i think it halfway unplugged so if you didn't hear my voice for some of that you know that's your problem. Yep, you missed out on some good That's stuff. That's all I got to say about that. This is why you're not in on stock. Take talk. responsibility for your own hearing issues, fans. That's a, your, <laughs> no, that's a you problem. Oh, I did. Uh, that's not just the Coors Light talking. Here's Seth, Seth, the guy who last week said something about Seth. He said Seth. I love talking Seth. Seth. I love Seth. What's Seth's last name? Edwards. Seth Edwards. He said last week, thanks. This uh, this this makes my wife worth every drop too. I want to tell her in so many ways. How about her? How about her? I love you, Robin. Got any burning sounds on that soundboard? Wait. Know. Did we accidentally get an email to somebody else? What, what is that? Wait. Was this sent to the right podcast? What, what does that, that mean? Well, this is, let me see. Let me start from the beginning. I might have read this last week. Yeah, yeah. Starting at the first right, sentence no, is no, usually no, ideal. Yeah. I'm trying to. You don't remember what the fuck we talked about last week. So he's referring to something from two or three weeks ago. So I'm just trying to catch up. He oh, said, God, hey, 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 yeah, I was just listening to the Fat Mike's Fat Mike, and it brought a question to my mind. It's probably stupid. Hold up. Ke- Kelly Joan Fat Jet Black Heart Records. Wait, hold on. What the hell's Fat Mike? Who's Fat Mike? Exactly. <laughs> and, and then he said, Wish me luck. This podcast is one of the reasons I still like being alive. That's where we talked. That's what I, I read last week. And I, I was like, oh, boy. You read that a- last week? Yeah. And I said, that's a lot of pressure. 
Are we sure you read it out loud last week, or did you just no, maybe? I, I just read to. the one. I just read the one thing that was interesting, which was this podcast is the one reason I like still being alive. And then I said, "Oh boy, that's a lot of pressure." <laughs> I don't recall. I don't that. recall hey, that. Hey, thanks for that. Then there was a picture of him saying, "Wish me luck," and he was laying on the floor with his eyes closed. <laughs> and Zach responded, "Okay, good luck." <laughs> <laughs> And then he said, and then I said, no, nah, I'm kidding. We love you, bro. Stay strong. You got peeps who care about you. All right. Wait, said, what was he doing? What, what, what did he need wish luck and then, for? And then the response Wait, okay. was, thanks. This girl makes life worth every drop, too. I want to tell her in so many ways. How about, how about her there? I love you, Robin. Got any birdie sounds on that soundboard? Are you 100% positive that these messages were meant to be read on the podcast? And then Robin? he said, and then he said, folks, I'm, <laughs> and then he says, folks, I'm okay. I promise. I don't remember sending that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a I don't standard remember. degenerate fuck right. move. <laughs> anyway, I'm kind of broke in between jobs. Should I eat my cat? Any advice on prep? I'm just kidding. I would never do that to a cat, especially since it's warm again and the, and the flies are coming back around. Yum. Um, I'm fucking completely confused, but... <laughs> I normally am, so and I'm I don't glad you're alive because of us. But get help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I worry about these messages sometime. If we could be held liable for not reporting anything, <laughs> should we? Re- I feel like we should be reporting every message we get to the FBI. No, no. keep an eye on no. this dude. We we make life worth living, guys. Anyone who said the and FBI, like, anyone who's oh, a just, part just, of this Facebook group, needs to be on a watch list. Disregard that cry for help. I don't remember us doing it, including <laughs> the hosts. Yeah, yeah. especially the we host. we are not exempt from this. No, we are all teetering on on a fucking. We're we're climbing scaffolding that is at the top of the Empire State Building, and we are just a fucking swift breeze away from losing it all. <laughs> Uh-huh. All of us. Uh, and a tornado's coming. <laughs> a tornado's fucking coming. I hope uh, you got strong thighs because you're gonna need to hold on, baby. Uh uh. uh, uh forest? Uh, yeah, I, I was just gonna say I wouldn't it wouldn't bother me if you ate your cap. As long as you don't fucking get naked in front of that bear. Because it won't talk about your dick anymore. I mean, mean, if you eat your cat, then your your secrets are safe. I can tell you that because I wouldn't trust a cat. (laughs) You can put on your Tinder profile, totally eat pussy. (laughs) Trust a cat. (laughs) (laughs) Strong opinions through, through... the through line of this podcast is hey, that we Tommy, have very strong opinions about animals. Name me one asshole who's in heaven. Um, I had an uncle, J- Bob, who was pretty fucking... Jabob. <laughs> he was such an asshole, but he did good things. Like He was the biggest asshole, but he, he like worked at the church like three days a week and donated and stuff. But he just wasn't a good person. Oh, yeah. Working at the church makes you a good person. <laughs> All right. So anyway, check this out. Um, Alon... Uh, our buddy Elon from Canberra. Canberra. Oh, Canberra. Um, Elon's like, I have two girlfriends now. Well, I, <laughs> I, 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 How is he so good at dating? I asked. Yeah, he's so good at dating. I asked Elon. Any, any, uh, or actually, isn't no, that the capital is, of Australia? Yep. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's not one of the cool cities, right? 
No. I, everyone would assume it'd be Sydney. I, that was my assumption for what's not. Right, Kelly, no, never, most capitals are the What did the you shit. tell? What did you tell Alon? Kelly, what did you tell Alon to do when we first got in a relationship? Not to rush. Drop anything, dead. Right? That's what she said. I remember. <laughs> I I love that you're asking me to remember what I told somebody on this podcast. I know. That's what you said. Uh, five on, this is a guy. Ago. This is very very important. I was okay? in the past, Jack. Listen to me. This is very important. <laughs> yeah, this is not. This is a serious thing. This is not something to laugh about, right? Yeah. This is a so, serious. This is, Zach asked Alon, "How are you? Anything to report on a relationship?" And then Alon Jack said, said that or Zach Zach did? Zach. Okay. All right. Alon responded, "I can't record a message right now." But here's the latest chapter in the Elan love story. Okay, Ooh. good. Okay, this is important. And do you see? I'm going to show you a picture. Okay. Whoa! <gasps> that's an that's a is dead that body. Uh, is that an ultrasound? Yeah. Is that an X-ray? <laughs> no, that that looks like a fetus. In an ultrasound. He's having a baby. He married a baby. Yeah, Guys, I'm in a lot of so, trouble. So he sends a picture of it. Uh, that's why I was hesitant about it. And then I just I just messaged while I was here. I'm like, can I mention this? And he's like, yeah, it's 12 weeks. And he said, apparently when being told that the baby is two centimeters, perfect size to go on a cracker, it's not the appropriate response. Uh, oh. And I said, can I say this? And he said, yep, we're 12 weeks along as of today. He's like, cool, so as you, as you can tell, I took Kelly's advice to not rush things. <laughs> well, I mean, they've been together for a, a while now. Uh, and it's not a while. I mean, it's, it's a long enough, but I'm happy for him. I mean, it's great. They really, I mean, like, it's been like six months. And and what I meant by not rushing things and like, you know, he, definitely made, because of that, board, that the Monopoly game he got her. Definitely. Yeah. That, I, I meant, you know, you, things you, naturally move fast after that. Yeah. I think I think not rushing things. What I mean by that is like you in the beginning of a relationship, it is very easy to only look at the other person for the things you like about them and worry about if they like you back in the beginning of a relationship. It should be about do I like this person? Do they fit into my life and all that stuff? And I think people move too quickly to be everything for this person and it either scares the person off or then you end up settling for a relationship that isn't good for you, but you're glad that that other person picked you. That's really what I meant. You want to have a baby? Have a fucking baby, Jack, man. Jack, how long ago was 12 weeks? Three months. That's great. On. So what was three months ago? Was that like Valentine's Day? Is this a Valentine's Day baby-ish? It's it's the middle of May right it's now. It's May sixteenth, so, so April, about, yeah. March, end of February, probably. Right, but it's twelve weeks since they've been conceived, so somewhere in middle of February. Yeah, this is our advice on how on what to get for Valentine's Day. Clearly worked. Yeah, definitely. Got yeah. Tail. This might be a Valentine. I think this yeah, is this a Valentine's Day. This is a Valentine's Day, Day area. Well, then again, they're also in the honeymoon phase of the relationship still. So also, probably- speaking of the twelve week thing. I think it's really interesting that it's always been such a, you know, uh, a thing to only announce that you're pregnant at 12 weeks because, you know, something could happen. I really, really like that nowadays people are feeling okay about announcing that they're pregnant when they find out. And even if they have a miscarriage or something, I I think it's good to announce things so that if something negative happens, if a miscarriage happens and you really wanted the kid or something like that, that you have people around that knew that can support you in a time that's really difficult. So I say abolish the 12-week rule. Wow. Talk about it when you're ready to. Hmm. 
huh? Rules. Are anyway, listen. I want. I do want to say, yeah. congratulations. Avon has been there since day one. I yeah, hope right. he names this the kid is, degenerate fuck. Yeah, this is our first real. Is this? No, I mean, Jalen had a baby. Whatever you do, do not another... name your child after us. Well, Jalen was already in a relationship before this podcast, so this I doesn't wish. count. This is like this is a an unsolicited relationship and baby. Yeah, because what's interesting about this is when we met Alon, he was asking for dating advice, and he had and he had like went on his uh, Instagram, uh, his Facebook, and put their relationship way too soon. Yeah. And that didn't work. And he's been on a million dates. He's he's really a relationship type guy. Then he meets someone, asks for advice on how to get things, uh, how to get uh, or what to get for Christmas and how fast to do things. And now he's having a baby. It's like, I feel like like this relation stuff. He said, OK, love you guys. Bye. Um, yeah, he cra- he's so good at dating and he clearly doesn't need any advice on ejaculation. Because yeah. he put it in the right spot, unless work, he, the right hole. he didn't want a baby, in which case you put it in the wrong spot. You should put it in the butthole or the mouth. Well, I think, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, that, that seems like she might. But congratulations. Be- I hope you yeah, name it uh, Tommy Jack you- Kelly. I said don't name him after us. Please. Oh, I think you should. Well, no, one Jack name is Tommy not. Jack Kelly. Kelly's an androgynous name. You could have a boy or a girl. Name it Kelly. So is Tommy. And Jack. Yeah, Tommy is an androgynous name. It is. Oh yeah, Tommy Laren. Yeah, Tommy Laren. There's some girls being named Tommy. This yeah, you could you could have a you could have a Fox News pundit for a child. And Jack could be Jacqueline. Well, who is the who is the Fox News Kelly who left? Kelly and Conway. No, not her. Um, The one who went and got her own show and then that bombed on NBC. Blonde lady. They're all blonde. Kelly and Conway. She had her own show, right, on NBC. She left for a big gig. Yes, now she, she left got, and then went to NBC, and then she said she agreed with blackface for a second, then she lost her show again. Kelly and Conway? Then she went no, on, uh, God, that's on the satellite. only Kelly I can think of. Serious Satellite Radio. Oh, Kelly and Conway. <laughs> God damn. Oh, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> now it's driving me crazy, too. And, every, and all our fans are yelling it right now. It's fucking, <laughs> you stupid fuck. Fox. Fox News. She was she's she was she was like the biggest one on the on the air for a while. Are you sure yes. her name was Kelly? Uh, I'm gonna look at Fox News Kelly. And we're gonna see what happens. I don't. I just I think <laughs> no, it's Kelly. Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly. Kelly. Okay, well yeah. that's wrong. I was well, yeah. definitely right on the Kellyanne Conway thing. Being... You, you Google Fox she wasn't News an anchor though. She was a very frequent correspondent. Yeah. Megan I mean, Kelly. Well, well to be fair, I don't watch, so I don't really know what their yeah, roles are. Yeah, but she are. moved over to NBC and shit. All right. I know is you're a dumb blonde show, bitch. And you no. tarnished my name, you sleuths. Well, your name, just go to just go by Blackheart. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I do. All right. Well, all right, Alon. Wait a Hell get yeah, it. brother. Uh, somebody sent to say... Um, uh, Urban Dictionary. Want to do that one? Hell yeah, brother. Let's do it. Let's do one herb. Haven't done one of those in a while, have we? Mm-mm. Hmm. This Coors Light tastes like bananas. Hell yeah, brother. Urban Dictionary. Words and sounds scary. Pooh, butter, and Cleveland steaming. Tom and Jack and Kelly want to tell us the meaning. Come on, guys, want to tell us the meaning. I wonder what they're up to. Are they still touring? I, yeah, I wonder how, they, how they're doing. I still have their yeah. album. And it's Dirty Rats s- fans. CD player. They're up to. The OGs. Yeah, OG. they've been around a while. And that song, actually, if you don't hear it for a while, is pretty fucking cool. Takes I know. We, ha- we haven't played that in so long. It was exciting to hear it again. I really kind of like it. 
This one's from Jeff Little, who's uh, funded my wedding trip. Oh, Jeff Little. The Chargers belong in L.A., or maybe they don't. I can't remember where we're (laughs) at on that. Kansas City is a great city. What was the other one? Jeff Little was such a huge supporter of the the show from the very beginning. We love ourselves a Jeff Little. Haven't heard from him in a while, so let's see what he's got to say. Yeah, what's he got? Uh, he just said this might be a good conversation, but I think, I, I honestly, the word seems a little easy. I think I might even know what it is. It's called the soggy biscuit. Oh, yeah. Isn't oh, that yeah. when a bunch of people come on a biscuit and then you have to eat it? Yeah. That was in a big mouth. All right. Well, that that was a really uh, not a fun one. But I have Don't the end. Don't tell me what you tell us the meaning. Actually, you know what? I'm reaching into the old school. Oh fuck! Jack's got the would you rather. Yeah, I have the would you rather bottle over bottle here. right there. Why did I call that a bottle? That's I not have, a bottle. That is not have, a bottle. It's a fucking the, fish tank. <laughs> I have the urban. <laughs> wow this this bottle with hey, all the could fish you pull, in it's pretty cool. Hey, could you what what if what if I said hey could you pull a piece of paper out of that bottle over there? You would have no idea what I'm talking about. I might put it together. Oh, Tommy's showing you the Urban Dictionary folder. Yep, urban I have the original dictionary. Urban Dictionary. I also have that's these. how that's how fucking okay wait. That's how organized you used to be, that you had folders. And not only did you have folders with things, you printed out the logo that said Urban and pasted it to the front of that folder. Like, that's how serious this was. It says Urban Dictionary. Yeah, because I thought by this time I'd make a dime, but now I just don't make anything. I'm going to pull one out of here randomly. Just like like the old days. we We got a lot of free booze and weed. That's true. Which is money in my hands. All right, all right. Or show us the – or, yeah, just read the word. Urkel Jerkel. Urkel Jerkel. Ooh, that's Hell good. Yeah. That's, a, that's just a great term. I don't know what it is. I'm going to but... go J-O in the other room. Uh, did I do that? Did I do that? Urkel Jerkel. Okay, that's when there you come on your bed sheet and you don't remember, and you're like – in the morning, you're like, ah, oh, shit, did I do that? Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, that's I, – I would just – it's a circle jerk. And the first, it's a circle jerk. They're all best friends, and they got it. They've got to be best friends. They got to be best friends. Um, And the first person who comes has to yell out, "Did I do that?" (laughs) 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 And then they got to get in the the hotifying machine to become Stefan or Kel. If you were with a guy and then he came and went, "Oh, did I do that?" (laughs) Is that immediately? I'm calling you an Uber move, or is that is that funny? <laughs> I've done way more ridiculous things during sexual moments. Like I had a Hitler documentary playing one time, <laughs> and then and then he was like, "Okay, we have to turn this off." And I go, "Alexa, play the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme song." And I had sex to that. And then there was another time that I was like, "Oh." After a blowjob, I said compliments to the chef, which <laughs> which you guys you guys that do. So about. Good, that was so good. <laughs> so I love to make things very stupidly awkward. So I can't really talk. I shit wasn't about. even. Did I, do that? I, was, I wasn't even there, and I'm completely uncomfortable by hearing it. I I actually think if if I were having sex <laughs> with a guy that I was really attracted to, and I knew he had a good sense of humor, and he like came too early, and I, like premature ejaculation and he went did i do that i think i would laugh so hard that i fucking came that's uh, <laughs> i think that would be the pinnacle of the sexual experience you're just about as well the, 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 the actual the actual I love answer, a punchline. the actual answer to that question is really not great it's uh 
Well, is jerk, it Urkel Jerkel or is it just Urkel it's Jerk? It's just Urkel Jerk. Uh, I mean, Urkel it, it, so it, it really, it, and the definition is jerking off while looking in a mirror at when you're dressed as Steve Urkel. And it says, <laughs> oh, that way, that would suck. That's actually and it says, I, uh, um, as I was getting ready for Halloween dressed as Steve Urkel, I busted a quick Ur- Urkel Jerk. Hmm. Yeah, that one. That one's too specific. Yeah. How about? Oh, this you one? know what? I, I I now hear the circle jerk pun that you're. This working one is. With. You know, you know. This one here, guys, is atomic bomb. Atomic bomb. Atomic bomb. Hey, Tommy, don't look. Did you look at the definition already? Did you look at the definition? He's say- reading it right now. He's like, I can't hear you. I was reading the definition. Uh, again, this is going to be too easy for people. I I did read it because I kind of thought I knew what it was, but okay, it's, this is kind of full circle. It's funny. Yeah. Full circle. Uh, I mean, my my guess is it's a shit joke. Yeah, it's gotta be. Oh, you know, I actually, you know, what I said earlier today during the when we were in in between the podcast and the Patreon, I came into your kitchen and I threw something away, and I just I threw the can, I flipped it like that, and I go, "Bomb in Nagasaki." (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know why that came into my head. I do remember hearing that. It was irrelevant. I was in the kitchen by myself, (laughs) throwing a can into the recycling, going, "Bomb in Nagasaki." (laughs) Nothing was relevant. So, just wanted to. Throw that back to yeah, bathroom say, I, battle my, shits. My guess is you stand on the toilet seat and take a shit. That'd be my guess for atomic well, bomb. I, I'm just gonna. It's just easy because Kelly just hit it. It's like the atomic bomb. I, we used to call it bomb in Nagasaki, apparently. But <laughs> an, an atomic bomb is performed by climbing on top of the stall and shitting or attempting to shit in the toilet from five to six feet above the bowl. <laughs> may also be called the, the atomic dump. <laughs> Oh man, that's perfect that you pulled that. I I I know Jack heard me say that because I heard you giggle a little bit. But you, I think you were very confused about why I was saying that. I'm a Nagasaki. It's just always funny. It's always funny. It's always going to be funny. And well, the thing was, we were the, the battleship was one thing, and then it reminded me of Carlos, who used yeah. to, used to do that in the football Carlos. locker room. And now I think like is there the- a way? Is there a world where we you can said get Carlos to Car- call it? Reminds me of Carlos. I was like, "You mean Luis?" But <laughs> <laughs> is he Andrew Wanchuk? He's not racist. No, okay, Come but on. it's a completely different person. <laughs> no, but it's like I, I totally would. Uh, I, I think he would. He's on, he's on Facebook. Maybe I can. Convince yeah, him yeah. You should reach out to him and just say, "I told this story, and this was one of our great." Like, just send him the clip. Of us doing bathroom battle shits because he'll laugh his fucking ass off. <laughs> or and we'll then, be like, why? I guess I made a real impression on that guy. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like you gave any identifying. Th- you just said my buddy Carlos. So it's like he wouldn't be upset about it. And this is now what? Th- 150 later. episodes later. <laughs> oh, and we're still 144. talking about Carlos. This is 144. And oh, okay. Th- and so 30 episodes. And 35 years since the actual doing yeah i think i think we need to do a a quick reach out to carlos i agree i think i can do that but yeah i was gonna jump carlos did good work oh god i can't believe i pulled that one that's how old this folder is is like i I printed when this first came out about you know like 75 of them in this folder it's really thin now there's not much in there but uh you must have done that early 2019 so when we started yeah when we started no we're uh, 11 episodes in we started let's see let's see let's see 2018. Yeah, we, 11 uh, episodes in, we started with that yeah. uh, segment. We started in 2018? We started in 2019, yeah. We started in 19, yeah, that's what I thought. So and it I was like that's what made around us. this time, or June-ish. 
I think. And that's kind of, back, I, think, we'll I, I think we should go back to these every once in a while. I have them in my, my bag here. They're actually pretty fun. Um, we forgot how good the Am I the Assholes are. They were good ways to start conversations, but I now ass- our lives are so confusing that it's... I am the asshole. You are <laughs> the asshole. Um, all right. Well, I, I mean, this was, this was a full-ass episode. Our first episode was March 2019. Okay, so... The exact date. What is... We have another anniversary. I can't believe that your guys' podcast is that old, too. Oh, yeah. It's over a little over two years. Two years at this point. Yeah, it's weird. The the pandemic surely has made everything feel, like, very fast or, like, very recent and very long ago. And it's, like... Everything simultaneously is the same. But I also it feel like a lot of shit has changed ago. like really fast. Yeah. It it it's this is a, an upside down world that we're living in for sure. It's the upside down. Stranger I, Things was right. I've never seen it. We're in the upside down. I've seen only season one. I have to pee again. All right, okay. guys. Well, so we'll wrap it up. Um, Let's do it. it was great to yeah. see you guys again. Great to talk with everyone. I'm glad um, you're busy, Tommy. I know it's hard to schedule. I'm glad you're doing really cool things. Yeah. I'm doing okay things, but we'll see what happens tomorrow. I have a big one tomorrow, but I a big meeting tomorrow, so that's why I have to kind of... He'll be bombing Nagasaki too. on that one. I ain't going to Nagasaki it. I'm going to knock that one out of the park. No, bombing <laughs> Nagasaki is good, good here. It's always yeah, a good like, thing. Yeah. I mean, except for when it's... Bombing Nagasaki is how we won the war. You're going to win the war tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, it's like when people are like, oh, that's awesome. Like, that shit was the bombing Nagasaki. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm outroing us. Oh, JackHackett.com. Oh, Kelly Blackheart. I'm working with Tommy on Instagram. Um, and follow us, rate us, review us. Help us out. And I got my naked guy lighter back. Okay, bye.